future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto value. My name is Charles Story. I will be your host the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. Bitcoin is currently trading at $6,480, up 1% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum is currently trading at $203. That is also up 1% in the last 24 hours. We have Ripple currently trading at 45 cents, a down half a percent. Bitcoin Cash currently trading at $439. That's down 1%. And EOS currently trading at $5.39. That's down 1% in the last 24 hours as well. I want to give a special shout out to Electronium, who um, is currently trading at two cents, and that's up 41% in the last 24 hours. So special shout out to that team. I'm very familiar with that project. I remember when their ICO came out. I think they were like one of the first, one of the first UK UK kind of London companies. Um, it's interesting, like when a lot of these ICOs happen, you kind of forget, like you, you just, you remember, you remember them because they were like advertising. I mean, Electronium was advertising on buses. So everyone in London, you'd see these guys. Um, I think they marketed themselves as like the next, it's like, no, they marketed themselves. If you miss Bitcoin, don't worry about it. If you missed Ethereum, as in, if you miss buying it at 50 cents, don't worry about it. Electronium is the new one, right? Like they really went bullish in their marketing. And um, I, I forgot completely forgot about the project. So it's interesting to see that they've still got a bit of traction. The volume figure on that was $3.2 million in the last 24 hours. And something else that I think is worth noting, when we first started doing the podcast 200 and, uh, six, so 251 shows ago, um, when I was looking at the when I was looking at the percentage change figures, and you'd I'd look every every day, or I'd be brought up to speed by one of the analysts here, and it'd be Bitcoin, you know, up seven percent. That was kind of that was kind of standard. And then you'd go to like an altcoin up four hundred percent. I mean, the market now is so much more tame than it once was. I'm really looking forward to things picking back up, the momentum building back up again. I remember some days there were altcoins that you just like they'd been trading for like a year or so that would just one day would explode and be like up four hundred and fifty percent is this, and it was like wow. And what was happening is people were just hyping about these different deals, and like day after day it was like a landmine just going off. But what's interesting is now you have the market cap that's come down. It's $209 billion, right? And then it was kind of climbing up to 800, 800 billion. But the question is, the market cap may have changed, but has the technology got better? Absolutely, by the day. That's what's key. It isn't necessarily the price right now. It's the technology. Is the technology getting better by the day? Are projects becoming more advanced? Is adoption becoming more of a reality? Absolutely. Some of the projects out there, I'm not going to name any, are working night and day to not only help the whole industry become more accepted. Like, like it's amazing that all these different skill sets together, speakers, there's so many good people who are great at explaining an idea to a regulator. And they've been doing that, not only for their project, but for the entire space. They want blockchain to become adopted. They want cryptocurrencies. They want things to be tokenized. They want that to be in an everyday life. Yes, we've, we're probably not, that's not going to happen next year. But guess what? It happens now. It happens in the backdoor conversations people are having, people giving up their time, people believing in this, people being passionate, the technology side of things. Things are only getting better. I know many developers who don't get paid for what they do many but they do it because they love it and they just enjoy it and they have a great time and i think that is one of the most exciting things about this industry
So with that in mind, let's get down to business and let's work out what's been going on the last 24 hours. What are the stories? What do we need to know? What is moving the market? So with that in mind, let's get down to business. A new token is coming to Ethereum and it's fully Bitcoin backed. So in January, a new token is being launched on the Ethereum blockchain that will be backed one for one by Bitcoin. The companies behind the initiative include decentralized exchange startups, Kyber Network and Republic Protocol, as well as cryptocurrency custody company BitGo. What's more, a number of Ethereum-based projects are also reported to support adoption of the new token once released. Decentralized cryptocurrency exchange and finance-focused blockchain projects participating as launch members include MakerDAO, Dharma Airswap, uh, Gnosis, IDEX, uh, Radar Relay, Compound, Hydro Protocol, Set Protocol, and Prycto. So this is aimed at broadening the use case of Bitcoin to act as more than strictly a peer-to-peer -peer payment tool. The wrapped Bitcoin or WBTC token will facilitate the use of Bitcoin for any decentralized application running on Ethereum. Calling it the best of both worlds, CCO of Bitcoin, Benedict Chan categorized WBTC as processing both the stability of Bitcoin and the flexibility of Ethereum. So this is what he says to media sources. So um, it's a very similar in some ways to how people created banknotes that represented a pound of gold. A pound of gold was heavier and it took longer to trade. You could use a note represented a pound of gold and it was well accepted. So in the case of WBTC, BitGo is a primary custodian in charge of holding a reserve of Bitcoins to back all minted WBTC tokens in circulation on the Ethereum blockchain. And unlike other stable coins pegged to fiat currencies, WBTC tokens will feature a lot of foolproof reverses verifiable directly on two blockchains. The beauty of that is we all have to do is put up a web page and show all the addresses that have the Bitcoins. And at the same time, people will be able to check how many WBTCs are in existence just by looking on the Ethereum blockchain, said Chan. So apart from a Bitcoin custodian, there are also registered merchants responsible for disseminating and redeeming WBTC tokens to all users. Currently listed on the Kyber Network and Republic Protocol, merchants complete transfers of WBTC for Bitcoin and vice versa in forms of an atomic swap. As background, atomic swaps facilitate two-way cryptocurrency trades across different blockchain platforms without any risk of one party defaulting on their end of the agreement. So this ensures that for every transfer of WBTC for Bitcoin or on the other way around, reserves remain one-to-one -one backed and totally verifiable as highlighted by Chan. Keeping things moving. So the initiative by BitGo Kyber Network Public Protocol is envisioned to be a community-driven effort. Looking to expand services to a growing number of WBTC users, the goal is to eventually onboard several custodians and merchants in the long run. So to this end, Lu Lu, CEO of Kyber Network, emphasized that the official launch of the WBTC token in January of next year, a decentralized autonomous organization or DAO, would also be activated in task of overseeing an ongoing development of the project. So this is what Lu said. So one of the main reasons why many projects support this initiative is because there's a DAO that's going to govern the whole project, including making major upgrades, adding more features, adding more merchants and even adding new custodians as well. So this is like, 
I understand what they're trying to do, but like Ethereum itself has so many issues that they need to solve. I mean, listen, Ethereum has its place in history, absolutely. Second generation, the, the, the implementing smart contracts. They've done so much. And I really believe that, you know, Ethereum will always have a place there. I think that they have a lot of stuff to sort through of the governance model that they're currently facing, scalability. But as a community, I'm sure they come together. But my point is, if you want to just buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. If you want to buy Ethereum, buy Ethereum. Now, is there a need for a Ethereum token that's backed by Bitcoin? And um, I'm not sure. Like, I don't see that from where I'm sitting. I don't see, I don't, I haven't, I've never heard anyone mention, oh my God, I wish we could buy an Ethereum token that was backed by Bitcoin. And remember, this is not financial or trading advice. It's just our in-house view here at SVK Crypto. But what's interesting is, the market's always right. The market will see if this is something of interest or it's not. And that's the exciting part that you can just test different ideas out there into the market to see if it builds a community behind it, to see if this idea can be executed and how well it can be executed as well. So since it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. in the evening, I'm the last man standing at the SVK Crypto office. You know it makes sense. I thought we'd do a regulation roundup. So let's start with the SEC. Um, they said they're serious about fund proposals. So in a recent interview, SEC Commissioner Kara Steen said the regulator has been speaking to a number of undisclosed companies about the possibility of setting up cryptocurrency funds. She added that the regulator has been taking a serious approach to such proposals. We actually released a staff letter not too long ago talking about some of the critical issues we will be looking at which include valuation, liquidity, custody, and making sure that firms are thinking through how they are going to deal with all those issues, Steen said. So, however, she declined to say whether U.S. investors can expect to see a regulated cryptocurrency exchange-traded fund within the next year. I don't know the answer to that, she said. It's all going to be based on facts and circumstances. Steen explained that the SEC still needs clarity um, on a number of important regulatory considerations before any significant progress can be made. Whatever fund presents a concept to us will have to show how they can get accurate valuations, despite sometimes of volatile price swings, how they can make sure that there is physical custody when necessary, how they can guarantee there is adequate liquidity, especially in a 40-act fund context so that the investor can get their money when they need to get their money, she said. So we'll also look at those factors and make a decision based on that particular fund and how it's actually going to be able to handle those particular requirements. I mean, what she's really referring to there is like people investing in a fund that's investing in tokens rather than kind of a venture capital type style fund, which is which is interesting. I wonder how many requests these, I'm sure the SEC gets tons of requests for that, but if you were going to buy tokens from exchange as a fund, why wouldn't you just do it yourself as an investor? I mean, the access is there. And ICOs at the minute, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, that market is a slow down to say the least. So it's interesting to see what she's really referring to there. So also on another point, South Korea's FSA urges caution on crypto. So South Korea's Financial Services Commission, the FSA, SC um, has published a public note cautioning potential investors who are considering seeking exposure to virtual currency funds. The regulator claimed that many investors are mistaken in believing that cryptocurrency funds are legal and regulated. It pointed to similarities between crypto funds and mutual funds as a reason for confusing 
among retail traders. So the FSA said that in addition to being or normally unregulated, the cryptocurrency funds do not meet the requirements of the country's Capital Market Act. It therefore encourages investors to consult with relevant authorities before investing. In other news, Circle CEO calls for the G20 consensus. In a recent interview, Jeremy Allaire, the chief executive officer at Circle, has called for an international consensus regarding cryptocurrency regulations. In particular, Allaire emphasized the need for agreement among the G20 nations. By the way, myself and Shane Kehoe, co-founder of SDK Crypto, heard Jeremy speaking here in Shoreditch. They have the Circle have an office here um, on Monday. He has an amazing um amazing level of understanding and i would describe jeremy as someone that is pushing forward to getting the answers that we all need to getting clarity on the regulation side of things as well he's doing an amazing job for that um and this is what he said ultimately there needs to be normalization at the g20 level of critical crypto related regulatory matters and i also urged regulators throughout the world to establish transnational norms regarding initial coin offerings when it comes to token offerings how should they be treated which token offerings are securities which are not he asked the trading venues are they like spot commodities that need to have rules in places around the market manipulation like we just need clarity and that is the point and that is what jeremy's fighting for so hats off to him listen that's a wrap i gotta bounce thank you for your time thank you for your attention if you haven't already be part of our community join the gang uh telegram is svk crowd we want to see you there um what else is available twitter at svk underscore crypto that's where all the pictures are man you gotta follow us on twitter have you have any questions queries or you want to get in touch with myself my email is cstory, C-S-T-O-R-R-Y, at svkcrypto.com. Thank you for your time and attention. That's a wrap. You've been listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at svk underscore crypto. Email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.